When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Principles of Success. In today's episode, we are talking about Crucial Conversations. Now, this is a book that everyone should read. It's one of the most um, sold books in self-development history. It is a super, super important book. I am not going to do this book justice. It is a great book, and I'm going to talk about a few key takeaways that I get from it. But every single one of you should go listen to it. You should listen to summaries of it. It's a great book. Now, what is a Crucial Conversation? Any, it is anything that has an impact on your life. So talking about getting a raise from your boss is a crucial conversation. Talking about doing the dishes with your wife is a crucial conversation. What car you're going to buy is a crucial conversation. How somebody treats you is a crucial conversation. Anywhere where the emotions get elevated is a crucial conversation. If you're passionate about something and somebody is inflicting on that that's a crucial conversation if your flight or flight instinct is triggered that's a crucial conversation um so when stakes are high and emotions are high and the impact of this conversation is high isn't it great that your mind shuts down and you want to either punch the person or run away works fantastically doesn't it and that's what this book is about is teaching you communication skills so that way when you are in a challenging situation and the stakes are high, you'll be able to communicate properly and hopefully get a win for everybody, but especially yourself. So first off, fight or flight. Let's talk about fight or flight. When your emotions get elevated, you want to either fight, get angry, which getting angry with somebody when you're trying to talk with them to work something out doesn't work really well or you want to run away or back down you don't want to have the conversation i'd rather not ask for a raise because i don't want to have that difficult conversation i'm that way or if i'm in the middle of a difficult conversation i want to yell at the person that's the fight or flight in crucial conversations and it's just poor communication poor communication leads to breakups, it leads to getting fired or not getting what you want, it leads to problems. So if you're poor at communicating, you're going to have problems. Um, And that's both for fighting or flighting. If you yell at the person, then they won't want to deal with you and they might want you out of their life. If you don't yell at the person and just let the thing slide, either you're going to eventually boil up and then this minor offense that they had no idea that they were doing becomes a major issue or you start playing the victim role and condemning them as an evil person and that they should have known better and that they should have respected your boundaries, which you never informed them were there, and so you don't want anything to do with them. Either way, things get messed up. So you have to be able to communicate properly. And that's what a lot of this book is about. The first big, big takeaway is it's all about open flow of information, dialogue, talking, actually communicating. You can't just, people aren't mind readers and you have, 
and people are also easily intimidated. If they tell you about a problem and you yell at them, how often are they going to tell you about future problems? If you never communicate with them about issues that you're having, how are they going to fix them? There needs to be an open flow of information and dialogue because you can only solve problems once you have all the information and you have to maintain the open flow of information. Otherwise, you're not going to get all the information. So you have to keep it like a flowing river. You have to keep the, it a safe spot for people to talk. I'm not talking about safe spaces. You have to keep it a place where people can talk and communicate and then you can solve the problems. The problems might be super minor and they might be super big, but you have to be able to make it safe for people to communicate. So you have to start with heart. People are people. They're not out to get you for the most part. They're just imperfect beings and you're an imperfect being and you have to somehow communicate and establish what you want and what they want and you need to stay focused on what you want. Don't go off on tangents. Don't go off on, well, you did this 10 years ago and it really pissed me off. Stay focused on the current problem. Stay focused on the problem, not on villainizing them and start with heart. Be compassionate. Don't be don't have your defenses all up and ready to fight or flight and try and keep their defenses down. The moment people's defenses up go up, communication stops. And that's when it starts talking. You're talking to a wall or they're talking to a wall. You're not interested in what they have to say. They're a jerk. So start with heart. Be compassionate. Listen to them. Listening. Super important. And don't make it a sucker's choice. Don't make it, oh, I either have to be silent or I have to confront them. Like, if I want a raise, I can either not ask for the raise and they should just give it to me, or I have to yell at my boss to make sure that he knows that I deserve a raise. My spouse is verbally abusing me. But if I confront her about it, then we just get more problems. So I'm just going to stay quiet and deal with it. And hopefully she will change down the road. So don't make the sucker's choice. It doesn't have to be silence or violence. You just have to communicate. You do have to keep maintain that safety first. And sometimes the other party just doesn't want to communicate. And you have to deal with it. But 99% of the time, people are willing to communicate if they feel safe, if they feel like you will listen to them, and are willing to talk things out with them. 99% of the time, people are willing to do that. You are just too afraid or too angry to do it, to initiate it. So safety first, and don't make a sucker's choice. Next is the acronym CRIB. And it, it stands for commit, recognize, invent, brainstorm. So commit to being open and working. Recognize that there's a bunch of different problems. You have to commit to making, or to seeking a mutual purpose. You have to recognize the purpose behind the strategy. You can break an impasse by asking, why do you want to do that? If, if one person wants to stay home and the other wants to go out, you have to recognize that their feelings are legitimate and you have to find out why. Next, invent. Invent a mutual purpose. You can't just get your way. Their goals have to line up with your goals. And if there's a mutual interest, well then, bada bing, bada boom. Um, this was in a different communications book, but they used an example of 
This guy really wanted to go camping with his wife, but his wife really did not. And the author asked the guy why he wanted his wife to go camping with him so much, and he was like, I want to spend time with her. And then the wife's reason for why she didn't want to go is because she wouldn't feel comfortable. So to invent a mutual purpose to solve both problems, you just had to go glamping. Go camping in like a RV where there's a bathroom. So that way she was comfortable and he could spend time with his wife out in nature. And then brainstorm. Brainstorm new strategies. Coming up with the idea of how to solve that um, shared purpose. In the example I just used, the brainstorming, one of the options was a camper. And that's what they went with. So that's crib. You commit to solving a problem together between your impasse. You recognize that both of you have legitimate grievances and reasons for why you are at this impasse. You have to invent a reason for you guys to um, come to a mutual purpose and you have to brainstorm ways to actually achieve that mutual purpose. Next is next takeaway is the stories you tell yourself control your emotions. If you tell yourself that that person said that thing because they hate you, is that going to affect your emotions versus telling yourself that that person said something, not really realizing that it could have been interpreted the way that you interpreted it. The person still said it either way, but one story is that they hate you, and the other was it was on accident, and that they didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Stories have power, and most of your stories that you tell yourself are clever stories where you're leaving out the part where you did something um, or victim stories where woe is me they're partial stories they're not true so the stories you tell yourself have massive power and if you only tell yourself victim stories you're always going to perceive yourself as a victim you're never going to be able to solve the problems because everybody's out to get you and to oppress you and keep you down and so stop telling yourself victim stories try and figure out Give people the benefit of the doubt. Most people are good. Most people try to do the best that they can do. So try to be more honest with the stories that you tell yourself. Be more generous with the stories that you put on other people. A lot of the times, they just don't know any better. And because you didn't have the conversation with them, they're going to keep not knowing any better. So the next takeaway is another acronym, and it is STATE. The first one is STATE THE FACTS. What are the facts? If you don't have the facts, if you don't know what is going on, then you can't figure out how to fix things. Next up is tell the story. You tell your story, they tell their story, and you get more of the emotional idea behind what's going on. Because the story doesn't necessarily line up with the facts. The story is emotion-based. The facts are what actually happened. The facts is he said blah, blah, blah. Your story is, he said blah, 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 and that means blah, blah, blah. Next up is ask. Ask for the other's paths. Ask them for what facts they see. Ask them for what their story was. And this is all, this is all gathering information part. You're not doing anything yet. You're just gathering information. You're talking. And that's actually the next one, is talk tentatively. Don't let the emotions get riled up. If you get super angry, it's time to calm take a break and calm down. If they get super angry, time to take a break and calm down. You need to be mild-mannered in the communication. 
because when emotions get hot, that's when the pool of shared information stops. And don't be super point blank, this is how it is. It says things like, um, it seems to me that, in my opinion, it makes me wonder if, from my viewpoint, and I get the impression that blah blah blah, instead of saying things like, this is probably stupid, call me crazy, this is what happened, it's probably not true, but those are, you, just being tentative doesn't mean wimpy. The You can still be kind and tentative and not be like, Hah! but also not like, well, uh, I don't know, but it seems to me, so tentative doesn't mean weak. And it also, do, it also doesn't mean bold, like this is how things are going to go. So tentative. And then E stands for encouraged testing, trying to figure out the problem. Um, playing devil's advocate, saying something like, let's say I'm wrong, but what if the opposite is true? Just experimenting to see if you guys can solve the problem together. And through all of this process, you have to keep people feeling safe. You make them feel safe by listening to them, acknowledging their emotions. And that goes into the next acronym. They really liked acronyms in this book. And that is AMP. A-M-P-P. -P, and that is ask. Ask questions. Ask them what's going on. Uh, you have to ask things to get things rolling. People are not going to just open up and start talking to you if you don't ask them questions. Mirror. Confirm. You confirm their feeling. They're like, yeah, that sounds like it's really hard. Or, yeah, that must be tough. Or, yeah, that would make me angry too. P, paraphrase. Acknowledge the story. Like, well, yeah, that's really tough. And if somebody did that to me, uh, blah, 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 blah. Or, is the way I'm seeing it, this happened and that happened and that made you feel this way. Is that correct? going back to asking questions. And then the other P is prime. Uh, and you have to prime when you're getting nowhere. Um, this is like priming the pump. Ask things like, are you thinking that the reason I did this is to show off? Or do you feel like I'm not considering your viewpoint when I make my decisions? You got to give them an opening um, to let them express how they feel. And remember, this is all to get information out there because you can't make a decision and you can't come to a compromise at, or a win, winning situation for yourself and for them unless you have the information. So this isn't even just about being a nice person, which is good. This is about making sure that you don't have something blow up and that way you can get closer to what you actually want. There's parts that you will differ on, but there's parts that you can build upon. And then as you move from dialogue to decisions, make sure that there's not hurt expectations. People aren't waiting on other people to decide. Figure out with who, what, and when, and follow up. Make those decisions and work. If you make a decision after you have the dialogue and get all the information and you make a decision, assign who's going to do that decision what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, and follow up. Because if everybody just is in a big circle and we all talk about our feelings, and then we make a decision to do this, but then we don't tell anybody to do what they're specifically supposed to do and who's specifically supposed to do what job, and when it's all supposed to get done, nothing's going to go ha 
nothing's going to happen. And then the whole point of opening up this dialogue and having this crucial conversation is going to fall through. And that's it for this week. And I really wish I could do a better job on this one. Um, it's a great book. You should go listen to it. It is Crucial Conversations, and I will see you all next week.